mommies and daddies always believe that their little angels are special indeed and you could grow up to be Good morning, middle. Hear now an excerpt from Francisco X. Aracón's Words Are Birds. Words are birds that arrive with books and spring. They love clouds, the wind, and trees. Some words are messengers that come from far away from distant lands. For them, there are no borders, only stars, moon, and sun. Let us pray. 
merciful, loving, border-breaking God, we invite you into this place. We have been anticipating you, just as the wise men anticipated Jesus, and just as many of our Latinx family are anticipating Three Kings Day tomorrow. Send to us wise words that take root in our hearts and lead us deeper into an intimate, spiritual journey with you and with one another. One that calls us to let down our guard and embrace the wide, all-encompassing love you have for us so that we may pass that love on to others. God, words are indeed like birds. May we treat them with the delicacy and wonder with which you design them and use them to speak truth, kindness, and royal kinship to one another. Amen. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Please stand and join us in our opening hymn. seated everyone. Good morning. I say good morning. morning. Happy New Year to you. It's so good to see you. Welcome back. Welcome home. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. Happy New Decade. Although there was some talk that it's not really the beginning of the decade. Something about numbers and how you count. And I felt like I was back to 2000 and the that whole craziness. So let's just go with it's a new decade, yes? And greet the new decade with a, woo! Here we are. So I'm Jackie Lewis, and I'm thrilled that you're here with us today. And if you're here for the very, very first time, we'd love for you to raise your hand so we can know who you are, and we can greet you. Yay, hi. Where are you from? I'm Paris. Paris, oh, bienvenue. Welcome, we're so glad you're here. You want to see? Okay, good, fantastic. Who else is new? Hi, here. Where are you from? Mercer Street. Mercer Street. What's up, Mercer Street in the house? Where are you from? 
16th Street. <laughs> I love that. Welcome. Where are you from? Honey? Woodstock. Woodstock. Yay. Where are you from? Harlem. Come on, Harlem. Hi, Bridget. Did I miss anybody over here? Okay. Where are you from? Me? Yeah. I come from the east. Okay. Ooh. You made that big old journey. Amen. Welcome. Where are you from? Where, where are you from? France. So glad you're here. Hungary. Oh my goodness. We're so glad you're here. Who else? Where are you from, love? Yes. Born in Omaha. Hello. Anybody else? Okay. What, 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 yes. Where are you from, my love? You live here. Right here. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, Susan. Where are you from? Brazil. Oh, que rico. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. You guys, look at us. Look at how big our neighborhood is. We've got people from everywhere. We're so glad you're here. Um, thank you for coming. Oh, I missed somebody. Where from? Where? Mississippi? Holler! Great! All right. Well, here we all are. Oh, God. Uno mas. Okay. Yeah. What? He gets the prize. Republic of Uzbekistan. Where are you from, lady? Washington, D.C. All right. Welcome home. Welcome here. I'm so glad you took time to come out today to be with us. It is 2020, and there are lots of things happening right now. Um, right now, our middle family is um, at Foley Square. Um, they have gone to stand against anti-Semitism. I'm so proud that we're there. Yay. So proud that we're there. And another rapid response thing that's been happening, Amanda and I have been working on the last couple of days with colleagues, is also this reaction to um, the, the um, assassination of the leader in Iran. Like, no, no matter what our, our politic is, sovereign nation and a killing bodes not well for safety. And so I just want you to know that we're praying for peace. And so tomorrow night at 6 o'clock here, there's a peace vigil, and it's coming fast, and so we probably don't have enough quite frankly, staff bodies. If you want to come here and you can usher or help hold the space, please come. We'd love to have you. Six o'clock tomorrow, and we're going to broadcast it live because there's lots of folks who can't get here. So if you're online, um, we'd love to have you uh, join us. And if you're online right now, let us just give you a greeting too. We're so glad you're here, even though you're there and you're here. Um, today after worship, our Digi Minister, Natalie Perkins, is hosting a chat and chew for the digital folks. So she'll be doing that this afternoon, and we thank you, Natalie, for that. Um, there are other things happening, but let me just point ahead to King Day, which is coming wonderfully fast as well. On the 19th of January is our King Day, our annual King Day big celebration, both choirs, lots of great music, um, some soul food, because it's not King Day without soul food, and also a King Day teach-in which will be with Ruby Sales. And Ruby and I are going to do a live uh, podcast that day. So you and Ruby and I are doing a, a teach-in, right? So please come and be here. Bring your questions. We're going to try to talk about 
What does it mean for God to be in the middle of it? That's the conversation we're going to have. We hope that you'll come and be with us. And there are other beautiful things happening. Our programs are back. Our kids are singing. Our classes are happening. And we're really delighted that you'd be with us. So um, one of the things that you may or may not know, but there's this guy named Pop Pop who I live with. Um, John Jenka is, uh, is my husband. He's been dubbed Pop Pop by the baby, Ophelia. And he happens to be an ordained clergy and is going to help us today in worship. So thank you for that, John, who will now lead us in a time of prayer. Welcome home, everybody. Good morning, everyone. This is a real sacrifice when you have your granddaughter on your lap and you have to give her up. Welcome to 2020 and uh, to a year that is open before us uh, to make of it the very best that we can. So we're glad you're here. I invite you into a time of quiet for personal reflection and then I will lead us in a prayer. Let us pray. Loving God, gracious God, there are days we are not so sure where to begin our prayers. So much needs praying for. So much is troubling our world. It seems we are a people in disarray and in disagreement on every issue of consequence. Divided by our politics, divided by the media, divided by religious belief, still divided by sin color and economic status. Fear has settled like a cloud upon us and we long for a better way. Devastating fires, first in California, now in Australia, destroy human and animal life. And the fires of anti-Semitism, racism, anti-LGBT justice, women's rights, these fires also burn brightly. Many do not have clean water to drink or clean air to breathe. Many languish in prison unjustly and too many children at the border remain separated from their families. Wanton disregard for planet Earth may leave us with an unsustainable environment. The world seems perpetually on the edge of self-destruction with wars and now fresh rumors of war and all creation groans in labor pains and we groan inwardly waiting and working in hope for a healed world, the birth of your vision 
for a world where all life is sacred. Newborns arrive and bring us joy, and loved ones are lost and we grieve. Even today, a tragic bus accident in Ohio calls for our prayers. Now we begin a new year, a new decade, a season of new possibilities. You, God, have stretched it out before us. Let your spirit guide us in making it all the good that it can be, filled with all the loving kindness we can bring to it. Help us risk reaching across the chasms that separate us, and let us heed your call to love our neighbor as ourselves, and help us love your creation as though our lives depended on it. Sometimes, O oh God, we are just not sure where to begin our prayers. So much is troubling in our world. So may we end our prayer holding you close, affirming you are our refuge and strength, a constant help in trouble, the one who calls all of us to love our neighbors as ourselves. It is in your many names that we pray this prayer. Amen. I invite you now to stand and join hands with one another and let us pray together the Lord's Prayer as we have learned it. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever. Amen. What better way to begin a new year than to bring to one another the peace of God. The peace of God be with you and also with you. Please greet one another.
That's it. That's all the things right there. Rewrite your will, you know, give it to the baby. That's it. Um, before I go, jump into my sermon, let me just say again, the uh, King Day activity is a King Day teach-in. And right after that, a wonderful program by Black Gotham is going to host the first 25 of us that sign up. It'll be on the website tomorrow, but to sign up for a, an ethical walk. So we're trying to keep our 1619 project going. We're saying let's let our past teach our future. So there's a walk on the 19th of January, a walk on the 9th of February, and an ethical walk on the 15th of March. And again, those dates are on your, uh, will be on the website calendar, but just have in your mind, first 25 people, free walk to keep talking about justice. Doesn't that sound great? Thank you guys for the amazing music so far. Oh my goodness, thank you. Let there be music. We pray with me. God, your word is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. And we ask as we seek to hear a word from you to inform our lives this year, this decade, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Today's uh, scripture is the evangelist John's nativity story. When I read it, you will not hear about any angels. We have heard on high, there will be no shepherds making their way to the manger. There will be no wise men, even though it is Tres Reyes Sunday. Um, there will be no cattle lowing and no drums drumming. It's just the word made flesh is what John says. And I'm reading today from the message version because I just think it's a really powerful translation by Eugene Peterson. Listen now for a word from God. He calls it the life light. The word was first. The word present to God. God present to the word. The word was God. In readiness for God 
from day one. Everything was created through the word, nothing. Not one thing came into being without the word. What came into existence was life. And the life was the light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness, and the darkness could not put it out. There was once a man, his name was John, sent by God to point out the way to the life light. He came to show everyone where to look, who to believe in. John was not himself the light. He was there to show the way to the light. The life light was the real thing. Every person who entered life, he brings into light. Hi. <laughs> I know, it's so exciting. <laughs> the word was in the world. And the world was there through him. And yet the world didn't even notice. The word came to his own people, but they didn't want him. Whoever did want him, who believed he was the one he claimed to be and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God selves. <laughs> okay. Ma! Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He made to be their true selves. <laughs> their child of God's selves. These are the God begotten. Not the blood begotten, not the flesh begotten, not the sex begotten. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. And we saw the glory the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. John pointed him out and called, this is the one, this is the one I told you was coming after me, but in fact was ahead of me. He's always had the first word. We all live off his generous bounty, gift after gift after gift. We got the basics from Moses, but this one-of-a-kind God expression who exists at the very heart of the Father has made him plain as day. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And that's it, that's it. That's all of it, right there. I had the most amazing break. I was in my pajamas for like three days in a row. Those pajamas had a life of their own. I retired them and put some new ones on. I was in my pajamas the whole break, except for when Ophelia brought her parents to visit. 
which was a whole other kind of thing, a wonderful, beautiful thing. Um, watching Gabby and Joel be parents, watching Ophelia train them was great. <coughs> she who is in charge. But I was on a teeny tiny bit of a sabbatical, right? I had my phone mostly off, I was working on my book proposal, listening to Christmas music, and again in the pajamas. But then I got a call from MSNBC to go on and do a show with Joy. So you have to turn on your device so you can know what's going on in the world. And I turned on my device and the words that came flooding into my face, into my brain, into my heart, just were horrible words. Like, two dead in a nightclub, four shot on New Year's Eve, five stabbed in a shul, in a, in a synagogue, 12 anti-Semitic acts, fires burning in Australia the size of Manhattan, and on and on and on, and words just, words just coming in, crashing in. Impeachment, uh, what's the strategy? Why don't they have the thing yet at the Senate? You know, um, Trump is going to gather together those faithful evangelicals at a church called El Reyes Jesus, King Jesus, in Florida. And they're going to sort of make America religious again? The words came crashing in, and I, who do not know the word depression, like, I think I've been depressed the day my mother died. It's like, I don't do down. I was so down, suddenly down with the heaviness and the weight of, man, it's a brand new year and we're dragging that old stuff into the new year. We're, we're dragging hate, we're dragging violence, we're dragging ecological devastation into the new year. And I was really kind of sad about it. And I was talking to Mama Ruby, Ruby Sales, just talking about planning that we're doing together. And she said something like, great job, Jackie, on, on, on TV, but, she said, but, don't forget God. Okay. Don't forget God. Okay, Ruby. I, I won't forget God. I, I do God. I'm a professional God doer. This is, this is how I make my living. I be doing God. <laughs> but she said, no, don't. She said it again. She said, don't forget to put God in the middle of it. She said, you can talk politics because you can. You can talk History, because you can. You can talk sociology, because you can. You can talk psychology, because you can. But she said, you're a theologian. You're a God talker. Don't forget to talk God. Don't forget to do God logic. Don't forget to do God words. And I thought, she's saying something to me that's not what she's saying to me. You know, she's saying something to me about where you get your hope, you know? She's saying something to me about where you get your stuff. She reminded me of why we do what we do, where we get the energy, where we get the lifelight, where we get the God thing. Remember, don't forget God. The Word, the Word of God became flesh. Not the Word of CNN, not the Word of MSNBC or the Word of Fox. Hey, not the, not the Constitution. That's not what became flesh. Not the Bill of Rights. That did not come flesh. Not the law. The Word of God became flesh and made His dwelling place among us.
And I thought, well, what is the word? Because somewhere in the world of hate, they're saying the word of God did that, said that, makes that. They're, they're taking the word sword and just amplifying it and saying, let's go be militaristic and fix the world that way. That, that's word. Maybe they misunderstood the first will be last and the last will be first and thought the word said the first will stay first because that, that's happening, that word's happening. Maybe they took some delight, some crazy, strange delight in words about you know, Cain and original sin and darkness and decided that the black people are supposed to be on the bottom and the white people are on the top. That's, that's a word. Or maybe, just maybe, they took a word like, I don't know, Jews in the Bible and forgot that the one who calls us into ministry is a Jew, a Semite, and decided to traffic in anti-Semitism. That's, that's a word. Which is the word? Which word is the word? What is the word that was made flesh and came to live in the neighborhood? I'm a word freak, so I'm writing sermons and looking up words and looking up words and looking up words. Susan knows. And so I'm like, live in the neighborhood. Well, that's a stretch, Eugene Peterson. Why would you say neighborhood? Well, not so much. The old English for neighbor, knee, were person, near person, the near person. God came to be a near person, is what Eugene Peterson is reminding us about, and took up residence. I used to say love shack, but that's too fancy. The residence, that's, that's way too much. The residence that God took up, all the Jewish people in the room know, is to get in a tent. And I'm not talking glamping, I'm talking camping. That the, that the word of God, all of our Jewish family, remember that this is an agrarian people. This is a desert-moving people. When there was no temple, those people made a little box called an ark and imagined, believed God's present, God's kabod, God's glory, was in the box, traveling with them in the desert. And all the Jewish people in the room who know, which means Jesus knew, that when Moses went up on the mountain to get the law, to bring down God's love in a form to guide us and bind us, God came all the way down to earth in a pillar of cloud to help them get across the wilderness. And then God came all the way down in a pillar of fire to help them find their way at night. But that wasn't enough. God knew they needed to know who God was, so God made Herself present like a female neighbor is the word, Shekinah, in the tent of meeting. So when they needed to have a little talk with God, when they needed to check in with God, they could just pop by the tent and check in with God, and God could check in with them. God, the word became flesh and put itself close enough by so the people could be guided and loved and cherished and championed and healed and transformed. We have seen the glory, the glory of God, the one-of-a-kind glory. The, the word there is like a good opinion or a good value or heaviness in the Hebrew. We've seen the good heaviness of God. 
the glory of God, like a one and only son, like, only, like the only way to know this God thing is to know the flesh thing. The word became Semitic, Afro-Semitic, flesh, poor flesh, homeless flesh, refugee flesh, flesh of otherness in a time of empire so we would know what God is like. What? Which word is it? Empire or humility? Which word is the word that became flesh? Docileness, kindness, meekness, outsiderness, unbelongingness, carpenterness, na- nails in wood making person became flesh. Word, word, outside word, love word became flesh. And before there's Jesus, before there's, before there's Christian, the words of God that become flesh are these words of promise, of a neighborhood, of a community, of a world full of love and light. The word became flesh from Zechariah 8 that says, there was a new Jerusalem, and when there was a new holy city, all the little kids were playing double dutch outside in the streets and were safe and shooting hoops and were okay. And the old people were sitting on the porch rocking and drinking lemonade. That word became flesh. The word from Isaiah that becomes flesh says, and I, there was a new heaven and a new earth and all the old things had passed away. I'm about to do a new thing, the word said. Can you not see it? I'm about to make rivers run through the desert. Honey, where you think it's dry, I'm going to make it lush and wet and rich and grow things and bring new life. That word became flesh. And if we fast forward to John's revelation, and I saw a holy city, and in the city... There's a river running through it. And on either side of the river are trees, and the trees have leaves for the healing of the nations. That word became flesh. The word that became flesh was a word of restoration and healing and recovery and oneness to where all of the people, Revelation says, will praise God in one voice. What word? Divisive word? No. Hate-filled word? No. Get your guns and shoot each other to death, word? No. LGBTQ people don't belong to God? No, not that word. The word that became flesh and made his dwelling place among us is the word love. Love became flesh. Love became flesh. Love put on African Semitic itty bitty baby flesh and came to camp among us. So we didn't have to look too far to find it. So we have to wander far off. And the incarnation, friends, is not something that happened on December 25th. And now take your tree down and, well, mine is still up, but you know what I'm saying. The incarnation, the enfleshment of the word is an everyday, all the time, ongoing project. All the time the word is becoming flesh. Every moment the word is becoming flesh. It's becoming flesh, you know, it's becoming flesh in the Lower East Side. Yesterday I was outside walking around 
trying to just get my head up a little bit from the sadness, and I'm looking around, and there's that couple pretending like it's summer with just their T-shirts on, <laughs> with their Starbucks in their hand, and the other one holding on to each other. Word made flesh, love enough to go out in the cold together, right? Word made flesh. I turn the corner, and there are all the Chinese, Japanese, Hmong. All of them standing in line to go to the ramen place. Okay, but word made flesh, and young people trying to make community together over bread. Because don't they know when we break bread together, the word is becoming flesh. <laughs> word made flesh, and the people who've been standing up for our Jewish siblings, all the people organizing all around the country against anti-Semitism. Word made flesh. Word made flesh. When people feed each other, when they clothe each other, when they send drinking water to Detroit or to Newark, word made flesh in the curve of an arm, beautifully showing God's grace in the art, in the brush on a canvas. Word made flesh when we hold each other, talk to each other, pray together, laugh together. You are the incarnation. Somebody, you are word made flesh. You are word made flesh. So here we are in this neighborhood together, and I guess the question is, what's our I don't know neighborhood cleanup plan? What's the neighborhood cleanup plan after the neighborhood block party? Because this is the block party, right? What are we going to do? How do we want it to be? Every Sunday together, we say the Lord's prayer some way, shape, or form. What do you want? Can you see a world full of love? Can you see healed people healing people? Can you see hurt people getting well enough to be healed people healing people? Can you see a nonviolent revolution of love changing, healing, making well, making good? A multiracial, multivocal, multiethnic. Everybody who loves everybody's here, making it better. Can you see it? From Ophelia. To pop up, to everybody in between, it only happens because we can see it, and if we can see it, we can do it. And God's kicking it with us right next door, up close and personal, so we never forget what love can do. Just some neighborhood thoughts. Word. for communion. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Do you know that? You can love me back. It's okay. You're like, what is she talking about now? <laughs> oh, come on, little ones.
Every time we celebrate the Eucharist, we honor the enfleshment, the incarnation of God's Word. The Word became flesh and celebrated Hanukkah, the Passover, the Festival of Booths, and Shabbat every week. And the Word said too many times to know, this, this is like my body, broken for you. And this, this is like my life poured out for you that you might live and have life abundantly. Every single time we eat this bread and drink this cup, and friends, I mean every time you eat and drink, not when we say the holy words, every time you eat and drink, the enfleshed one, the incarnate one, the loved one is with you, next to you. And so we who are flesh are called to be word in the world, God's word in the world, God's word in the world, every moment. So this table is ready for you just as you are, as you came through the door. And so from the balcony, that's not true. From the front to the back now, from the front to the back, from the sides to the center, the ushers help you. I think that's what we're doing. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> From the front. Give us a second, and we're ready for you.
Hey, everybody. What's up, Balcony? What's up to everyone watching online? Um, my name is Matthew Johnson Harris, and I have the great honor to do the invitation to join the movement. And there's three ways that you can join the movement here at Middle Church. And the first way is through financial gifts. Now, I know people either really like talking about money or they really hate it. <laughs> and that usually depends on whether somebody is asking you for money or they're giving you money. And I don't know what your spiritual journey is, but I grew up in the evangelical churches of Dallas, Texas. And I was taught a very specific theology when it came to tithes and offering. And we thought of tithes and offering as like a down payment on whatever we wanted God to manifest for us that season in our lives. So you want a new car? Gotta pay your tithes. You wanna feel better? Gotta pay your tithes. And through lots of really deep and powerful messages from our amazing pastor, Reverend Jackie Lewis, I grew up in my Christianity, and I realized tithes and offering are your way to partner with God so you can make the world a better place for our neighbor. And every time you give to Middle Church, you help us with that mission. So you can give as the ushers make their way down the aisles as I'm singing, or you can give on www.middlechurch.org donate. But however you give your gifts, I hope that you give them freely and openly. Number two, you can join Middle Church. Join us. You can join online by watching every Sunday at 11.45 a.m. and join our digital community. Or you can show up here, 9.30 a.m., 11.45 a.m. every Sunday. So if you want to join Middle Church, you can talk to me after service, Jackie, John, anyone, and we can help you with that. And then the third and final way that you can join the movement is just be a light. Take responsibility of the energy that you bring into every room. When you step out of this space, realize that you are a walking messenger for God. And this song is the epitome of that for me because it says you can do the movement just by shaking a friend's hand and saying, how do you do? Because in doing that, you're really saying God loves you. I see trees of green red roses too i see them bloom for me and you and i think to myself what a wonderful world i see skies of blue and clouds of white the bright blessed days and the dark sacred nights and I think to myself what a wonderful world the colors of the rainbow are so Pretty in the sky, they're also on the faces of people walking by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, God loves you. Oh, I hear babies cry. I watch them grow, they'll learn 
much more than we'll ever know. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Now, if you know this song, you can sing it with me. I'm going to start back at Colors of the Rainbow. The colors of the rainbow are so pretty in the sky. They're also on the faces of people walking by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. They'll learn much more than we'll ever know. And I think to myself, what is it, Middle Church? What a wonderful world. Oh, I think to myself. God created a wonderful world. God of many names, we thank you for the neighborhood that is this community, that is this world. Thank you for these gifts that allow us to move forward as your messengers of peace, love, and justice. Help us to be good neighbors to and with one another, and bless us as we move forward throughout our day as we touch other people. Amen. Amen. I want to invite you to remain standing and sing the closing hymn with me. It should take you way back to your childhood.
beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty world. A neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you? Thank you, Allison. <laughs> Thank you. I was so oddly sad until I walked out into the grunginess of the East Village <laughs> and saw all the people out there trying to do a thing and love each other and have life. And it made this word that really flesh, it really enfleshed the word for me that the incarnation is ongoing, that we are becoming. We are becoming love in the world, light in the world. We are in charge of this neighborhood called the globe with our God who is love. So I'm just saying, what kind of neighborhood do we want? This is our block party. So let's go out in the world and be love, be light, be the change. And God bless you this new year and always. Amen. Amen.